Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to one of the final episodes of 2022. Thank you so much for coming along this journey with me this year of launching my podcast. It's been so exciting. I've learned so much. I've enjoyed sharing so much that I, you know, talk to clients on a daily basis about, and it's amazing to be able to share with so many more people and get such wonderful feedback and be able to help more people with their digital marketing. As we get to this time of year, one year's ending, another year's beginning, and we start to hear about new year goals. There's a lot of talk about, are you setting your new year goals right now? Do you know what you want to achieve next year? And is it just me who thinks we shouldn't get caught up in the finality of a year ending and a year beginning? To be honest, between the 31st of December and the 1st of January, there's no magic potion that's going to mean yesterday or or last week's results will be different with a new lens of, of next week's goals. I feel like when we get caught up in the year end new year hype, it's almost like starting the diet on Monday. By putting all this pressure onto our new year goals that we're setting, I feel like we can fizzle out really quick. So what I do instead of spending a lot of energy setting new year goals, I do these three things. Firstly, as you know, I love my data. So my first, I guess, discipline that I have in business is around monthly analytics. Reviewing your analytics every month gives you a snapshot of what's happened, what's happened versus the month before, what's happened versus the year before, how your current plans and strategies are delivering for you. It keeps you in touch with your digital marketing. It forces you to ask questions. What went well? What didn't go well? What will I do differently now? If you have someone managing social media for you, whether that's an agency or an internal staff member, or if you're managing it yourself, Preparing a monthly report is critical for success. I have a lot of clients with weekly reporting frameworks. And although weekly data is really great, it's not juicy enough to sink your teeth in and get really strong insights. Wrapping up into a monthly format means, you know, you can compare those reports month on month, year on year, and you can really see where you're going where you're falling down and what might need to pivot and shift. I encourage you to keep track in those monthly analytics reports of your social follower growth, of your engagement of those channels, on your newsletter subscribers, on your open rate, on your website traffic by source, on your bounce rate by source, the number of minutes people are spending on your website on average, Obviously, if you're running paid ads, the data is huge of what you need to be looking at and understanding, are you returning enough in dollars for the spend that you're outlaying? And for me, that's at least three times the ad spend needs to come back, especially if you have an external agency 
as well. You need to cover their fees as well as your ad spend. So, you know, I really like to see ads perform around the three ROAS, return on actual spend, before I call them successful. Now, in professional services businesses, it's a little bit different. It's a longer uh path to conversion. And often the conversion can be quite high value. So those sorts of ad frameworks and scenarios would be quite different. Next year, I'm going to dig into some more podcasts on data. So let me know if that's something that you'd love to hear. And I can definitely plan some more of those. So that's monthly analytics. The next thing I think that knocks annual goals out of the path is quarterly planning. Setting aside time before the quarter starts. So, you know, January does kick off a new quarter. Somewhere in December, we should be reviewing, assessing and creating our next quarter's goals. So I think it's really important to look at your financial goals, your digital marketing goals, uh, you know, possibly your sales goals and map out at a top level what your goals look like. And then you want to actually have your tactics and actions that are going to move you towards those goals. Goals are fantastic, but unless you have a roadmap for each goal that you want to achieve, you are not going to get there. You know, you can't leave it in the hands of of the gods to deliver for you. You need to get out there and do the actions. There's a really great podcast by Beck Hughes, The C Word. And she talks about voodoo and how we need to move away from just manifesting without action. It's great to say this is what I want to achieve, but what we need behind that is action. We need to have tactics and strategies in place that are moving us towards that goal. And manifesting will will help us along the way, obviously. I love the idea of manifesting myself, but you can't manifest and, and just sit back and and wait for it to happen. There is absolutely a, a, a percentage or a proportion that you need to be out there actively pursuing your goals. So quarterly planning means every three months now, instead of annually, we're taking stock, we're spending half a day, we're reviewing what's happened you know, deeper than monthly analytics. We're looking at those goals. What did we hit? What did we miss? What did we change our mind about? And that I think, especially today in a digital world, that 12-month marketing calendar is less relevant because we have access to instantaneous data and we can be making decisions and shifting priorities. Even if you're in a product development-based business and you may have planned product for the next season, you know, my time in product development for Pacific Brands, I know, you know, at this time, Christmas, we were already working on pretty much the next Christmas. But what we can start to do, because the digital data is so instantaneous, if I can see some things aren't working this Christmas, I can potentially impact my product pipeline for next Christmas and change my marketing plan. You know, it might be the insight that we need our ads to start earlier next year based on what happened this year, or that our product mix isn't right. And that goes for professional services and all types of businesses as well. We have the access to more immediate data, so we can plan in shorter time periods to be more nimble and react more accurately to what our ideal client actually wants. 
And as part of that quarterly planning, the last thing I'd love to do instead of annual planning and setting new year goals is quarterly reviews and refocuses. So touching on what I've just sort of discussed in that planning process, looking at the data on a quarterly basis, even though you're analyzing it on a monthly basis, again, it's great to consolidate bigger chunks of data to make richer decisions. So, you know, reviewing on a quarterly basis, you might sort of go, you know what, I've put all my eggs in the Instagram basket. When I look at this on a quarterly basis, I'm actually getting far more traction out of LinkedIn. For this quarter ahead, I'm going to spend more time on LinkedIn and pull back my time from Instagram. You might see that your reels that you've started doing are absolutely taking off and killing it. And in that quarterly review, you can see that's your number one content type. So you might do more of that. So that review and refocus in a shorter period of time means you're not waiting a whole year. You know, you're not waiting to December 18 or 19, possibly when you just want to wind down or putting all the pressure on yourself in the first week of January to review and refocus and have all the answers when realistically with monthly analytics, quarterly goal setting, quarterly review and refocus sessions, you can have a much more nimble business that is evolving with what the year demands. I mean, as a parting thought, if we all think back to 2020, We may have had the best laid annual plans in January and had the utmost commitment. And then the year threw us curveball after curveball after curveball. Businesses changed their whole model. Businesses went online that had never been online before. Cafes were doing take-home dinners. Everything had to change. So I really implore you to let go of that 2022, 23, 24 annual goal-setting mindset and put in place disciplines where you're looking at your business every month and you're spending quarters of planning and refocusing your business for greater success. I hope this episode inspires you for new disciplines for the year. Perhaps everybody's 2023 goal could be quarterly planning and monthly analytics sessions. That would make me very happy. If you want any advice on what sort of templates or what sort of structure some of these planning and analytics could take, please feel free to DM me on Instagram or message me on LinkedIn, Marianne Amy's on both. I'd love to talk more to you and help point you in the direction of some better templates. And again, if you'd love to talk more about data, I'd love to hear me talk more about data please reach out to me. I do wish you the best for the the end of the year and a wonderful year ahead. Thank you so much again, and I will see you in the new year. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.